New on Curiosity Stream, how do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series, Connections, returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Or good evening, whenever and wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I'm your host, Michael Clifford, aka Slim Cliffy. And joining me for the next hour to talk about the glory of Championship Saturday, our single entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how you doing today, buddy? Doing pretty well. Uh, apparently, half the company is in that or in Tennessee. The NBA guys, the Fanduel in in Memphis. Hockey guys in Nashville. I guess DraftKings NBA was last night also in Nashville. So I, I honestly don't know who won. But, you know, congrats to all those guys. And, you know, hockey tonight. We have a lot of guys in our Discord there today or, like, in the final. I don't know if they're actually in Nashville. But, you know, big day for them. Hope one of them wins. I am going to selfishly root for all of our guys. <laughs> yeah, Um I didn't see who won the NBA last night. Um, I've been looking around this morning. I guess I haven't been looking at her, but uh, I'm sure good times were had by all at the NBA championships last night. It is the DraftKings Fantasy Hockey World Championships tonight uh, in Nashville. Uh, we are unofficially sponsored here on this show by Bang Energy Drink, or at least Jake, or at least Josh is. Blue uh, raspberry. I couldn't find the cotton candy. That was a scene. Yeah, blue rat like blue raspberries, like a great slushy flavor. So I could imagine it, it tastes being... exactly like a slushy. Okay, that's that sounds great. It's like it's like a kick of diabetes or whatever is in here to make it taste good. <laughs> um, as Josh mentioned, we do have quite a few people down um, at the at the Fantasy Hockey World Championships in Nashville this weekend. Our boss Jake Harry uh, won his ticket. He's down there. Uh, Tommy Nation won. Uh, Saul Goodman, DFS, uh, Mr. G, we call him. Uh, he, uh, I don't think he made the trip, but he sent a proxy. He's in the final as well. Uh, Hoffbrow, uh, you hear us talk about him basically every three weeks. Uh, big Number one player in the RG rankings, so he tells us. Yeah, uh, he's down there uh, in Nashville. El Tangle uh, down there in Nashville as well. Zig30, I saw him uh, in Discord earlier asking uh, or just talking about the slate in general here today. And Nawada as well. So six Osmo subscribers slash employees uh, made it to the Fantasy Hockey World Championships. That's not bad for uh, one season. That doesn't mean that they're going to win, but we will sure try to help them along here on this show. We are brought to you by Yahoo Fantasy. Yahoo has been our sponsor for the season. They've been good to us. And if you're new to DFS and you haven't been or you haven't been playing over on Yahoo Fantasy, we do have a special giveaway through Yahoo, we'll talk about a little bit later in the show. Uh, before we get too much further, if, if you guys could, uh, please throw us a thumbs up. Uh, those subscriptions, uh, those likes help us get to the top of the algorithm. The subscriptions help us out especially. So if you haven't yet, please click that subscribe button. Uh, the notification bell, uh, click that if you want to get alerts. When we do go live, we have NHL, we have NBA, we have MMA, we have golf. Um we have, thankfully, MLB coming back in about four weeks' time. So uh, lots of shows coming up uh, here for the next little while. So be sure to click that bell and get those alerts. We have free premium tools and data uh, up on the site today. We have free premium tools and data up on the site almost every day. Today is no exception. Uh, up on the site, we have our MMA uh, fighter rankings. Uh, Josh also posted uh, his MMA article, I believe, I last I put it in the editor this time. <laughs> like last week, I wrote it and then forgot to put it in the editor so it didn't get published. I made sure to put it in last night. 
the editor reached out about a couple questions about the article, so I know he's seen it. So it's going to be up today. <laughs> so yeah, so Josh, Josh is batting five hundred uh, yeah. for getting his article up on the site here <laughs> over the last couple of weeks. But his uh, his uh, his article will be up on the site. We also have NBA player projections and NHL ownership projections both up on the site uh, here tonight. So whether you're playing NBA, NHL, or MMA, we have something up on the site for everybody uh, to go view. We also have a giveaway through our podcast channel. Head on over to the Osmo podcast channel. Just leave a five-star review with your Twitter handle or Osmo username, and you will, you will be entered to win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Uh, finally, we have a uh, new NBA betting show. It's through the week. Uh, it's called the uh, Locks Before Lock Show. It's all about NBA betting props. Uh comes on 30 minutes before the deeper dive every day. So there's now lots of basketball every day, whether you're playing DFS or whether you're betting. So head on over to the Odd Shopper YouTube channel uh, for the best edges available on NBA player props straight from our experts. All right, Josh, uh, we're not going to talk about the afternoon slate today. I mean, the there's two games. I think one game starts here in a little over an hour. So... I just, you know, it's pretty much a live before lock in that sense. There's just not a lot to talk about. We do have uh, a very important slate tonight. So let's get to the first of these games. We have the Arizona Coyotes with a 2.1 implied goal total. They're going into Boston. The Boston Bruins have a 4.1 implied goal total. Um, this is as lopsided as it looks, but the Arizona Coyotes have been very surprising over the last couple of weeks. And we have seen their goalie put up uh, some monster performances, uh, you know, over the course of this season. But of course, on the flip side, uh, Boston has a very good top six, both top six lines playing uh, very well at the moment. Um, probably going to be a fair bit of ownership here tonight, given the lopsidedness and the fact that at least over on DraftKings, that Boston uh, top line isn't super expensive. They are expensive, but it's not prohibitive by, by any stretch. So, might be a fair bit of ownership here tonight, but what do you make of this game, Josh? So coming into the Leafs game, the Coyotes were shooting 27% than the previous three. They scored five goals on 23 shots. Their shooting percentage went down from scoring five goals on 20. Like, that's how hot they've been running recently. Now, Jeremy Swayman has actually been really, really, really good recently. Um so, you know, the, the Coyotes have a two total. Like, despite them shooting, like, 25% the past, like, week and a half, they have a two total. And Schmaltz and Keller have been ridiculous, but they're going to run into a, a defensive buzzsaw here with, you know, Bergeron, Marsha, and DeBrus. So, like, you know, what do you do with the Coyotes here? Do you ride the hot streak here? I don't know. I, I feel like this is a game where it, it kind of comes crashing to an end here. Um, you know, teams go on these streaks, but like shooting over 20% for like five, six games is pretty ridiculous. I mean, it happens, I guess. Um, but you know, things are lining up here for it to be a Boston game. I do like Boston one. Um, they are getting a bit pricey and it, you know, they have a four total. So yeah, on DraftKings, Boston one is what? 19.8, which is fine. Like they've been a $22,000 line this year. So like, it's not a huge concern, like minutes, minutes wise. Cause when they were like 22 K playing like 17, 18 minutes, that's a concern. But for like 19.8, if you're going to get 18 minutes out of that top line, I think it's fine considering Bergeron and Marchand, you know, are penalty killers. They're on the power play. This is an unbelievably good power play spot. So I, I, I'm perfectly fine with boss one. Our first projection run, or our first ownership run came through. You know, you have Bergeron and Marchand, you know, up over 20%. But right now, Jake DeBrusque at 12%. So I think the two things you can do here with that top line is either full stack, you know, to get the three at a lower ownership, or you leave off DeBrusque and add in like a Taylor Hall because he's similarly priced. You get that top power play. Or if you really just want to spend up, you go straight old Boston one with Pasternak. Uh, I think that's a nice way to get a little bit different because that's really expensive. That's in the 22,000s. You just need them to score at least, you know, two full line goals there on the power play to pay off at their price with their minutes. So I'm in on Boston one. You want to go to Boston two. You know, they're, they're over-owned as well. 
I, I would imagine. I haven't seen the top stacks, but you know, Pasternak's currently projected at like 19%, Hala at 12% here. So like, yeah, Boston two is fine, but if you're going to get similar ownership, I'd rather go to that top line. On the Coyote side, you know, that top line is in a brutal matchup, but you know, they've been excellent lately and their numbers are actually pretty good. So, you know, one to three, I'm probably not going to, you know, play them. But if I was making 20 to 150, like in 20, I probably wouldn't even play them. But if I was making 150, I'd probably have a just, you know, a handful of Arizona one just, you know, to ride the wave, just to make sure that that wave hasn't crashed yet. You want to go to, you know, a little bit of that second line. Like, it's fine. Like, I'm just not going to make a habit out of, you know, despite them shooting 25%, you know, stacking the team with the two total on the road. You know what? I You talk about that Arizona second line. I couldn't believe how good they've been in a fairly small sample. Like I was, or sorry, I was looking at, at Nick Ritchie and, and Louis Erickson, like since Nick Ritchie got to Arizona, that line has actually been pretty good. Um, I don't think they're, I I'm with you. I'm, I'm with Arizona. It would be the top line or bust like on an eight game slate going into Boston. I'm not going to the second and third Arizona lines on the Boston side. Here's, what bothers me about the Bruins and the way that they have their lines currently constructed is Jake DeBrusque, Taylor Hall, and Eric Halla are all bad finishers, like very bad finishers. Um, Hockey Viz, which is a hockey stats website that I subscribe to, does uh, estimated finishing impacts. And DeBrusque, Hall, and Halla are all in the bottom 20% of the league. Like they're, they're all very bad finishers. And like, just look at uh, Taylor Hall's historical shooting percentages or Jake DeBrusque's historical shooting percentages. They're not very good. Um, now DeBrusque had a nice little spurt here once he jumped to the top line, but you know, if you're any competent NHLer should look good to, uh, next to Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand. So that's where I'm kind of. Uh, New on Curiosity Stream. How do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series Connections returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more finding it tough to get in on Boston is that by our ownerships, one out of three stacks tonight, one out or sorry, one out of three lineups tonight will have a Boston stack one out of three lineups. That's a lot. And it's an eight game slate with a lot of good spots on it. So it's kind of, it's that, it's that Islanders question from last night, just, you know, a little bit larger. Do you play, that's super chalky line. Obviously, Boston one uh, is a at least a better line um, than almost anybody else. Like they're utterly dominant, seventy one percent of the scoring chances, but they're shooting four point two percent. They won't stay at four percent, but I don't know if they can reach the highs that they had when David Pasternak was there over Jake DeBrusque. The same thing goes with the second line. Like Hall can't finish. Hall can't finish. There, you know, I've said it quite often. Uh, Taylor Hall is a terrific playmaker. He can't finish the the one season in like the last seven years where he shot double digits. He won MVP. Like that's that's how good he can be if he actually finishes. He just can't. So that's the problem I'm running into with Boston is that we have Boston one is the is projected to be the most owned line on the slate, and Boston two is projected to be the third most owned line on the slate. So do you want to go heavy on that chalk? And like Arizona's penalty kill has improved over the last couple months. Like it's been more towards the middle of the league than the bottom of the league, uh, which is where they have been. It's just their five on five play. That's bad. So 
Boston, I will say flat out, I like Boston one more than Boston two. I agree with you completely. I would rather just pay up and go get some Boston one in my lineup over Boston two. So I will say I do like Boston one in this game, but I think it's Boston three. I would kind of dip down towards, not sure I would full stack, but Craig Smith uh, is a very good shooter. Uh, once you get into these Arizona second and third lines, there just really isn't a lot. Um, him and Charlie Coyle make a decent, like somewhat cheap two man uh if you need to get in some more expensive stacks so i do like boston one just watch uh for that high ownership and some boston three i don't think i'm in on the arizona side i think on the arizona side i would probably look at the defenseman so let's talk about the defenseman here um dyson mayo hasn't moved at 3100 uh he seems very reasonable for that price you know a couple he can get that shot block bonus on DraftKings. um chikrin is on a heater here i don't know if it continues I would probably just rather play uh, some cheap mail and look for more expensive defensemen elsewhere. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, Chickering a little bit of an enigma right now because doesn't get that top power play time. This isn't the best matchup. So if you want to play him, it's fine. Like you want, like, again, like you want to, you know, chase that, chase the game logs. I think it's fine in GPPs, but like for 5,600, I probably would rather just play Charlie McAvoy as a power play quarterback for a hundred dollars more. You know what I mean? So I'm fine with Mayo as a punt. Uh, 3,100 is a good price for him. I'm good with McAvoy. You know, if you're doing anything with Boston, even as a one-off, I think Charlie McAvoy might be fine tonight. Uh, other than that, you know, if you need a min price punt, it would probably be Forbart, but I don't really like punting outside of Brandon Carlo, who's a little bit too expensive to punt. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it would probably, I think Mayo's my favorite defenseman in that game uh, overall. Let's get to this next game. Seattle, 2.9 implied goal total. They're going into Montreal. The Habs have a 3.1 implied goal total. I uh, just saw a share in our Discord saying Alex Wenberg is out tonight for Seattle. Uh, he had been skating on like the pseudo top line uh, for the Kraken here with Jane Schwartz and Callie Yarncroke. Um, I don't know what's going to happen there. They could just move up uh, Yanny Gord from the third line or whatever. Um, you know, he has played uh, at times this year with Jane Schwartz, particularly earlier in the year. Don't know what's really going to happen with Seattle. Um, and, another, and another thing uh, I wrote about uh, in the Power Plays article, my Power Plays article should be up on awesome.com for everybody to read here shortly. Seattle's really spreading out the ice time, like really spreading out the ice time, like 12 to 17 minutes for basically all of their forwards. Um, it's reflected in the pricing. The pricing is very cheap, but on the Montreal side, the pricing is not cheap, not overly cheap anyway. Uh, and they have a pretty good total. They've been looking better offensively under Martin St. Louis. Good totals on both sides here. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, I think, you know, it, I think you need to consider both sides here. Uh, what happens with Wenberg? I don't know. Maybe they move up Morgan Geeky. Uh, hopefully they don't break up that third line. They've been excellent for Seattle. You know, you know I mean, like <laughs> Seattle terms, Everything, they've been very Everything's good. relative. Yeah, yeah. They've been very good. And that line is like, what, 7,900 to full stack on DraftKings? You don't need to full stack that Apple. You don't have to full stack here, but like, Yanni Gord's been very active recently. He's, you know, power play two, 2,900. Going to get depth of Montreal. So, like, honestly, as a filler, like, you could take two guys off my, uh, Seattle three here, like Gord Appleton or Gord Blackwell, something like that. If you're trying to, you know, power play stack something really expensive, I think it's fine. Um, you know, you want to go to McCann, Emberley, Johansson, because they're fully correlated on the power play. I think that's fine. You know, th they're cheap enough where the minutes aren't a massive concern. You know what I mean? And McCann Eberle are easily their best two offensive players. It's not close. So, Mon as you said, Montreal's been better offensively, but they's, they've still been bad defensively. So, I think, you know, getting in some Seattle here makes some sense. So, you know, that line's fully correlated. They're cheap. They're, you know, you can get them in. I personally, like, if you need a dip down, I, I do like Gord Blackwell, Gord Appleton, something like that. We have to wait and see what happens, who takes Wenberg's spot. Um you know, I don't mind Jaden Schwartz as a one-off. You know, I mean, 3,800 on the top power play. On the Montreal side, uh, I do really like Montreal 1. They're not coming in with too much ownership right now. I don't think it matters what line they get on Seattle. They just have, like, 
yeah, the the Gore Blackwell Appleton line's been pretty good, but like, so what? You know, the Suzuki Caulfield Anderson line has been excellent offensively under Martin St. Louis. They're fully correlated. Seattle still has goalie issues. You know, they've been playing better, but they're still not playing great. So I'm in on Montreal one. Uh, you want to go to that second line as a filler as well. I think that's okay. But I'm seeing the I'm looking at the ownership percentages. I'd rather just go up to that top line for similar ownership in this spot. So Montreal one, uh McCann line is my favorite line in Seattle. Don't mind Seattle three as a filler, assuming they stay together. Yeah, I'll I'll start on the Seattle side because I did write them up uh for the power plays article and it was, you know, the, I did mention it's the ice time has been a problem, but they are controlling 52% of the scoring chances when they're on the ice together. Like you said, um, that's good for Seattle because <laughs> Seattle, I did, you know, really hasn't been that good this year. Uh, and, you know, as I mentioned, as you mentioned, sorry, the Montreal defense hasn't really gotten, they've gotten better under St. Louis, but it's still like, you know, they're not like bottom three in the NHL better. They're like Ottawa Buffalo better. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's still not great. Uh, so that's why I wrote up that Seattle McCann Everly duo. I agree with you. Um, they are their best offensive options. It's just, I'm just frustrated that Jared, Jared McCann skating like 15 and a half, 16 minutes a night. Like, I I guess it makes sense that they've lost 11 of their last 12 games now that I look at how they're actually distributing their ice time. Like, I, like no offense to Alex Wenberg, but he should not be playing three or four more minutes a game than, than Jeremy can. Like, that, like, come on, what are we even talking about here? Um, anyways, on the Montreal side, it's the Montreal top line that I do like. They're coming in fairly reasonably owned, and I thought they would be a lot higher owned than they are. Like, I was expecting double digits here. Um, our expectation, at least by our top stacks, or early top stacks run, is about 6%. Like you said, they've been pretty good together. They just reached the 100-minute mark uh, in their sample. 2.6 expected goals for uh, 1.9 against. Like, they're even good defensively. Like... Uh, I really do like that Montreal top line here tonight. Um, Seattle has been getting uh, a little bit better defensively. You know, the penalty kill isn't a complete tire fire anymore. Um, those are the things that can help a team. The penalty kill is still not great. The defense still is, or at least the puck possession still isn't great. So, yeah, Montreal won. Um, and the McCann Everly line. I also noticed they're not running out Montreal one against top lines either. They're using um, that Jake Evans third line a fair bit against top lines. So like, I got to assume that uh, that uh, Suzuki line is going to get some decent matchups here. So Montreal one for me, um, Montreal two is kind of interesting for me. It's just, they're coming in a little bit higher owned. I think it's a situation where I would look to one off some guys like, Brendan Gallagher has been generating a lot of shots, just not a lot of ice time or power play time. You know what I mean? It's just, he is generating a lot of shots. He can get a block bonus on DraftKings, you know, easily uh, convert one of those into a goal. So like him or Mike Hoffman as a one-off, I think makes sense. Uh, but for a full line stack, it is a Montreal top line that I like. Uh, on the blue line, we should mention Joel Edmondson is returning for the Habs here tonight. Uh, Stoneman price, 2,500. Um, he's not really a defenseman that you would target in this particular matchup. Like if he was on Arizona here for 2,500, I would say go ahead and play him because he's like kind of that shot blocking, maybe get an assist type defenseman. But I guess 2,500, assuming he plays 19, 20 minutes, was fine if you need a stone min punt. Um, other than that, I don't think there's a defenseman I really like in this game other than, I don't know, Carson, Carson Soucy again? Yeah, Soucy, Jamie Alexiak, min price is fine. Even Adam Larson at 2,800. Like I just, like all these... DraftKings is doing this thing. It's like the power play quarterback priced up or they're like Stoneman price or they're mid force. And all the guys in Seattle are like Stoneman price. So if there's one that you like, you have a particular someone on there that tickles your fancy, you can play them on the Montreal side, like like five or 4,900 for Ben Sherratt is a pass. Like Chris Weidman min price does nothing. So yeah, Joel Edmondson, like Brett Kulak at 2,600 is all right, I guess. But, you know, I'll probably look elsewhere. Yep. Um, for people that might be looking for betting picks elsewhere, we have launched a premium betting picks uh, subscription here at Osmo. 
Click the link below to subscribe and join our Betting Picks Discord channel. Each day, Alex Osmo Baker, Ben Raza, and Steve the Colts Buzzard uh, use Osmo's industry-leading projection models to identify the best potential ROI situations and provide catered snapshot betting analysis in an actionable time frame. Until March 17th, you can get a discount on these bets when you use the coupon Let Me See Those Picks at checkout, which will get you full access for only $15. Now's the time to get premium betting picks subscription just in time for March Madness. Click the link below for today's games. All right. Speaking of today's games, we have a dandy on deck next. Chicago, 3.0 implied gold total. Ottawa, 3.1 implied gold total. Ottawa is at home here. Um, remember in the last game, Connor Brown was a game time decision. He ended up playing. He's on the top line with Josh Norris and Brady Kachuk. Uh, I didn't, I haven't seen any updates, uh, so far today, uh, on either side. I don't think we're really expecting any significant updates from either side. Um, but there's definitely stuff to play on both sides here. Josh, what do you think? Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, so I know Norris and Chuck both had really good games last game, but the minutes still weren't there. They played 17 minutes, and they've been bouncing between 14 and 17 minutes for the past, like, 10 games. And it's frustrating because now they're priced up because they had a good game. Can I just say real quick, my my little uh, theory on this is that when you see a lot of bad teams like Ottawa and Seattle playing every single player between 12 and 17 minutes, they're tanking. Yeah, because if, oh, you're, if you're trying to win games, Brady Kachuk is playing 21 minutes a night. If you're trying to win games, Jared McCann is playing 20 minutes a night. If you're trying to lose games, Jared McCann is playing 15 minutes a night. If you're trying to lose games, Brady Kachuk is playing 17 minutes yeah. a night. Yeah, That's kind of my theory. Sorry for interrupting. No, no, they're... They're, you know, sneak tanking here. They're playing, you know. It's a, it's a very good way to sneak tank, as is trading all your goaltenders like Buffalo did a few years ago. Yeah. I mean, like 17 minutes for Brady Kachuk at 6,600. You know, could he get there? Yeah, sure. Do I want to take that gamble at 6,600? Not really. You know what I mean? Like, because there's a chance he only plays 14. Can he get there in 14? Sure. But like for 6,600 at 14 minutes, like, I don't want to do that. So, like, I'd probably go down to the second line here for Menton Stutzla Gaudet. It's super cheap. They're not getting, you know, for their prices, their ownership's not too bad. So, like, yeah, Ottawa 2 would be the preferred destination for me. If you want to play Ottawa 1, that's fine. Like, the minutes are just a concern at the price. You know what I mean? Like, it's 12-6 for Norris Kachuk. You add in Connor Brown here at 16-6, which is fine. Like, there's a chance they play 14 and a half minutes tonight. And that just annoys me. And if you go into the flip side to bring Cat Strome Kane, you know Kane is going to play 23 minutes. He's going to play with everybody on the on the team. You know what I mean? You know, I'm looking at at their their line on that strat trick, you know, to bring Cat Strome Kane. They're they're not an above water line, but like Kane is a Patrick Line, you know what I mean? So like it doesn't really bother me. And it's a very good power play spot. And they're fully correlated on the power play. So, you know, they're 19,000 on DraftKings tonight. That's Dylan Strom up to 5K is, you know, I think that's kind of why you're not, we're not seeing extreme ownership on the Hawks tonight. And I like it. I, I think this is a really good spot for Chicago tonight, especially if like they're Ottawa's best players are going to play 15 minutes. Like, 
I'm in on the Hawks top line. And I normally hate stacking the Hawks because the lines don't stay together. But like the Brinkatch, Strom, Kane have been together. They can do whatever they want in the other three lines. I don't, I don't care. Like they've been good, especially on the power play. This is a good power play spot. They're not getting extreme ownership. So I'm in on Chicago one. And if I had to pick a line on Ottawa, it'd be Ottawa two. You want to play Ottawa one? I think it's an MMA thing and hope they get 17, 18 minutes. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I, I'm going to say I'm, um, I think I'm playing 20 max tonight and I think I will be playing Ottawa one kind of for that reason is like I'm willing to take the gamble in like four out of 20 of my lineups or whatever that Brady Kachuk doesn't play 15 minutes, that he does play 18 minutes or, you know, Josh Norris does play 19 minutes. Um, I want to take that gamble in this matchup when I have a bunch of lineups that I can throw um, at the same contest. If you're only playing single entry, I think Ottawa one is still in play just because they're not, you know, they're not an 18 five line or something like that. They're reasonably cheap. Um, I think they're still in play, but I agree with you. It's really tough to put them in because if they do get 15 minutes, you're probably screwed. So like um, that's why I feel comfortable playing them in my 20 max. I I think you might even be fine if you're three maxing. Um, It's just, if I'm single entering, it's just really, really hard to play, you know, one of my quote unquote core stacks that might only play 15 or 16. How risk averse are you in GPP tonight? If you want to take like a big gamble, I think it's fine because they're coming in a low ownership, but the minutes are just a big red flag. Yeah, it is. It is a big problem. Um, On the flip side, like Connor Brown on that top line has been very good for Ottawa. Um, Actually, Kachuk and Brown generally have been very, very good together this year, regardless of the center that they play with. The only time Kachuk really struggled, again, I've said it over and over, is when Zach Sanford was on that top line. Like, as soon as they got him off, um, anybody else um, has been playing well there. So, like, only a 50-minute sample, but that's uh, Ottawa top line controlling 54% of the scoring chances, generating 37 scoring chances per 60. That's pretty good. And, you know... That's why I'm kind of taking that stab here in my 20 max. It's because we're getting good leverage. It is a good matchup. Um, it's just the ice time is a big concern. So that's why, like, I am going to play them. I'm just not going all in on them. So I do like Ottawa 1. I think Ottawa 2 is is fine because of the matchup here, because it's not a good team visiting. But they're not a very good line, I'm going to be honest. I kind of like, like, a Paul White 2-man a little bit better down on Chicago 3. So... I think it's the Ottawa top line I like the most. Chicago top line, uh, I think, is very much in, in play here. Um, but 19K on the road for a line that's really not that good. Like you said, not a uh, like in their most recent sample, they're up to about 50, 51% of the shot share. In their entire sample, yeah, they're underwater. They're not really a great line. Um, and I don't like paying nineteen dollars to $20,000 for a t- I don't care who they're against for a team on the road. That's not really a great line. So uh, they're going to be in consideration for me uh, for a core stack, but I'm not locking them in and being like, yeah, this is absolutely the line that I'm going to play here tonight, but it is a very good matchup. Um, Ottawa, you know, definitely uh, has a very bad penalty kill. They're taking a, a too many penalties. You know, Chicago's penalty kill has been gotten better, but still not great either. So, um, it's really both top lines for me in this game. I don't think this is one where I'm going down into the depth, uh, on the blue line. If you don't want to play Chicago, I think it makes a lot of sense to play Seth Jones instead. Um, or Chicago top line. I mean, uh, he can typically carry a game offensively, uh, in the right situation. And I think going into Ottawa is the right situation. It's just his, his ice time has been down a bit. He's lost a minute or two, uh, of, you know, over his last five or six games, but, um, I think Seth Jones uh, is just fine uh, on the Ottawa side uh, Shabbat uh, game time decision. I believe um, that really hurts that Ottawa team. Um, if he's not in Eric Brandstrom probably gets back to the top power play. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, Brandstrom in price. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Like he's not like Ottawa ruined. I don't know what they did with it. I don't want to rant about it, but yeah, Brandstrom top there. Edmund Price would be interesting. Zub and Zaitsev, at, like, I would imagine it's going to, like, Zaitsev moves up to the top pair, too. I don't know. 
I'm just conjecturing, but like Zaitsev at 3,200 is a fine punt. Zub is fine. Brandstrom in price. Chabot's in. I think, you know, I probably just wouldn't play anyone besides Chabot. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair <laughs> point. Um, yeah, I can't really disagree with that. All right, let's get to the next game. Anaheim, 2.9 implied goal total going into New Jersey. The Devils have a 3.3 implied goal total. Um, this kind of caught me off guard when I saw the 2.9 total for Anaheim because as I wrote in the Power Plays article, they just put three top nine forwards on the injured reserve. Um, Ryan Getzlaff, Isaac Lundestrom, and someone else. The name is yeah, uh, no, it was somebody else. And Zegers uh, missed the last game. And we haven't seen an update from him. He could be out as well. Like they could be out four top nine forwards, including or including at oh Jacob Silverberg was the other one. Sorry. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So there could be out four top nine forwards here tonight. At least uh, if Zegers is out, two top six forwards, and we have a two point nine total on the road. I get New Jersey hasn't been great defensively and the goaltending has been shaky, but it just really threw me off when I saw that total. I what do you what do you make of this? And we talk about this all the time. When the Ducks are healthy, they have a very good top nine, but when they have to start moving pieces around the lineup, they they're not good. <laughs> so like 2.9 on the road. Like, I guess they just have no faith in, you know, the devil's goaltending situation. I, I don't I, know. I like, don't have any faith in the devil's yeah. goaltending situation. Yeah. So I, I kind of see where <laughs> they're coming from. Like, in theory, I don't, I don't mind Comtois, Henrique, Terry. Like, Terry's had a very good season. Henrique can handle himself as the center. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's played center most of his career. You know, Comtois min price. But, like, you start going down the lineup, like, yeah, Milano, Zegers, Raquel is a really good line. But if you take Zegers out and you put Sam Steele there, like, Sam Steele at this point is just the guy. Like, he's just I, – I think I think he's he can be, like, a passable, like, third-line defensive or fourth-line defensive center, but he he can't drive offense. So yeah. I don't know how much he's going to help in, in the fantasy game. And Milano Cookies without Zegers is not good. So I, I don't know, like – yeah, the Devils are still without Nico Heischer, and that hurts them defensively. But, like, Zaka has been pretty good in his absence at center. So, like, if you want to go to the Ducks' top line, I think that's fine. It's just it's just a weird matchup. You know what I mean? Like, the total, like, I, I don't bet team totals. I, I don't. But, like, 2.9 seems like a good bet to go under. If any, if I'm going to do anything on the Ducks, it would be that Henrik Comtois Terry line. Will I get to them in one to three? I highly doubt it. Um, in MME, yeah, maybe because that Hughes, like, it depends who they get. Like the Hughes Mercer line has been pretty, pretty high event defensively. They give up a lot of chances. So yeah, I, I could see it. Like, do I want to do it? No. So like, I'm in on the Devils on this in this game, but like the Devils ownership is pretty pretty crazy like Tatar Zaka Brack in our top stacks is the most over leveraged spot of the night and I get it because Zaka Brat on the top power play for 8200 and you know John Gibson couldn't stop a beach ball from going in the net right now he's been so bad I don't know what it is but like I don't know like you look at the top line too it's double digits the second line you know over 15% so, like, I guess what you do, like, if I was going to stack Devils tonight, and obviously I haven't built my lineup yet, I'd probably do something like Hughes, Zaka, Brat, just power play stack, to get the double center. Not many people are going to be like, yeah, let me double center the Devils tonight. Like, no one really thinks that. So, like, yeah, I'm fine with the double center Devils. Like, just make sure you have Brat in there. Like, he's been ridiculous this season. Like, I don't know what happened to him, what he's been eating his Wheaties, but like. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, if you want a full stack, that second line is fine. They're just going to be over leveraged. Just be aware of what you're doing. I think including Jack Hughes in there is a nice way to get a little bit different. So, you know, I, I'm in on Devil's Power Play, maybe some Ducks one. But like, this is just a weird, weird game to be at a six and a half total. Yeah, um, I'm going to start on the Anaheim side, and I agree with you on the Terry line. And they're actually coming in with, like, reasonable ownership. Um, I was just looking at our top stacks. Coming in a bit over-owned, but it's still only 5% by our top stacks tool, and that's just fine. Um, you look over on FanDuel, they're coming in at 3%. 3% on FanDuel, like, that's just fine as well. Like, a 2.9 total going into New Jersey with, like, we talked about their goaltending situation. Like, Dawes has had some good games recently. But generally speaking, since Mackenzie Blackwood got hurt, their goaltending situation has been bad. And uh, they do take a fair share of penalties. Um, so that Anaheim top line that is you know, perfectly correlated uh, could get there tonight. So I, I, they're, gonna, they're in consideration for me as, one, as a filler stack here for me tonight. Absolutely. Um, I do like the Anaheim top line in this matchup. As you mentioned, they'll probably get to Tarzaka and Brat uh, as some sort of matchup. And I thought things might fall apart when Nico Hishi got hurt, but like Jesper Brad is, I think has really held that line together. I think he, I think this season has kind of proven he's like a full fledged, great top line winger. And I like, I truly mean that at both ends of the ice. Um, like he's over a point per game on the season. Like what are we, and he's, it's not like he's been uh, attached with attached to the hip with Jack Hughes the entire time. You know what I mean? Like he has been moved all around the lineup. So um, yeah, like that New Jersey second line, I'm not going to say no to anybody playing them, but a 50%, uh, 15% owned second line on an eight game slate. Like, like I'd probably rather just play Anaheim one. You know what I mean? I'd rather play Anaheim one than New Jersey two, um, at about a third, the ownership considering we have them coming in with almost identical projections. Um, that's not me conjecturing. Just look at our lineup builder. We have Anaheim one coming in for 0.4 fewer points combined than New Jersey too. And we have them at a third, the ownership, like that's one of those spots where I think it's fade. It's smart to fade the chalk, but it's the New Jersey top line that I do like Sharon Govich, Hughes Mercer. Like we, you said it, Anaheim won't have the second and third lines to, to handle them with those injuries. I wrote up Jack Hughes in the power place article today. Like he's kind of quelled any questions we had about his finishing ability. So New Jersey won for me really liked them in this game. Anaheim won. Like them as well. Um, I think Anaheim 2 is fine. At least, like, if you want a two-man Milano and Raquel and leave, you know, that – and leave Steele off. Or I, he's only 2,500, so he won't kill you. But um, we, do have, too, we so. do have a pretty decent projection for Raquel here today, at least by shots, which makes sense. New Jersey does give up a fair amount of shots. So, like, if you want to run one off Raquel – or something like that, I think that's fine. But for full line stacking, it would be both top lines. Uh, on the blue line, like Dougie Hamilton's shot rate has been exceptionally high, but he's getting secondary power play minutes in 20 minutes a night. So despite a very high shot rate, he's only averaging like 2.2 shots per game because he's not getting enough minutes or enough of a prime role. So I don't know, man. Um, I think I might uh, just look for like a super cheap Siegenthaler or a super cheap Smith or something like that, if I'm not correlating. Uh, on the Anaheim side, uh, n- nothing for me. Yeah. <laughs> the, I, I still don't get the Ducks defense prices. So, like, and there's no reason to play them anyway. So, just look elsewhere. <laughs> yep, just look elsewhere. Um, we talked about Yahoo a little bit earlier in the show, and Yahoo has been our sponsor, and we have partnered with them this NHL season and bringing some great offers. Check out our exclusive limited-time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. Sign up for an account via the link below, deposit and play, 
That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you've played in your first paid contest, and we will reach out via email with your coupon. If you'd like to speed up the process of getting access, email support at osmo.com, and we'll get you set up. You can also claim a free $10 of site credit by clicking the link in the video description below, and that can be used to enter any Yahoo contest, including tonight's $5,000 NHL baller. Make sure to use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. All right, let's get to this next game. We've got Detroit with a 2.1 implied goal total going into Calgary. The Flames have a 4.1 implied goal total. Looks like uh, Detroit's going to be without Robbie Fabry for the rest of the year. Poor guy tore his ACL. I think he's torn his ACL in both knees now, and he's only like 25 years old. That's not good. Um, Tyler Bertuzzi also out uh, for Detroit here tonight. It has really messed up their lines. Vladislav Nemestikov back on the top line where he had been with Larkin and Raymond of late. Second line of Vrana, Valeno, and Sam Gagne. I, okay. Pia Suter down on the fourth line. I don't know what Detroit is doing with these lines. Um, Calgary's lineup probably the same as they had last game. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, and I'm also mildly shocked at Calgary wants price or um, ownership despite the price. They're 21 3, and that's expensive, but like they're coming in as the highest positive leverage of the night despite 14% ownership. Minutes are a concern again with these top lines now that like Calgary's in the playoffs, but like this is a, a really, really good spot for them. You know, the Coleman, Backlund, Lewis line is going to take Larkin, Raymond, Nemestikov. Not that that's anything special. So, like, Gaudreau, Lindholm, Kachuk are going to see a fair bit of Jake Vrana, Joe Valeno, Sam Gagne. <laughs> Jacob Vrana, Joe Valeno, <laughs> Sam Gagne. This is a Flames top line that rolls through anybody, and they're going to get that matchup. I'm in on the Calgary top line. Want to go to that third line? It's overpriced, and they're getting ownership. So, like, I don't know. Like, Toffoli is fine if you want to include him in power play stuff. Mangiapane, like, two man Mangiapane Toffoli is 10 5 <laughs> for a third line. Like, I don't know. You can, but I'd rather it's just top line or bust for me, I think, for the Flames tonight. On the wing side, I mean, if you want to like have like two of 150 of Detroit one, sure, or something like that. But outside of that, like in one to three, I don't think I'm going to get to anything. Like if Verona was cheaper, maybe I'd one off Verona, but like 4,700, not on the top power play because Blast Hill wants to put, you know, Sam Gagne in the top power play. So yeah, I'm probably out on Wangs tonight. Yeah, I'm not going to go too deep. I'm just out on Detroit. Um, if there's anything to play, it would be the top line because I'm not convinced that Coleman, Backlund, and Lewis would actually be a good shutdown line. Um, so I think Detroit won, like in your 150s or something like that. I think you can definitely get there, but I'm just out on the wings. I wrote up Johnny Godro, like you mentioned, they're going to get second and third line matchups a fair bit here tonight. They don't need to play 21 minutes to absolutely blow the doors. Like I mentioned in my power place article, Johnny Gojo's like he's seen his ice time go down by, by a couple minutes compared to earlier in the year, but he also has 21 points in his last 15 games. That line, that line has 66 points between them in their last 15 games. Like that they're just absolutely tearing the league. Whoever yeah, they're just tearing the league apart. So Calgary one, absolutely in play for me here. Calgary three, I, I, I'm not stacking them. It would be one-offing. Um, I think if I were to, I think Calgary two would actually be the full line stack that I would look at. Uh, Coleman, Backlund, and Lewis, like they're going to get no ownership, uh, relatively cheap. You know, they're going to play 16 minutes or whatever it is. Um, I don't mind them as a little bit of a filler, but it's Calgary one I love in this game more than anything. On the blue line, the Calgary defensemen are starting to get priced up like the Anaheim defensemen on steroids, which whatever. Uh, I honestly don't think I'm going to take a defenseman out of this game unless I'm correlating. What do you think? Yeah, there's no one I want to play on either side. Like Erica Brantz is $3,800. What are we doing? Yeah, it's, there's Nikita Zadaroff mid-price, but I don't even want to play him. Like, and on the other side, <laughs> I 
no thank you. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, so let's move to the next one. Uh, New York Rangers, 2.6 implied gold total going into Dallas. Or sorry, New York Rangers, 2.7 implied gold total going into Dallas. The Dallas Stars have a 3.0 implied gold total. All right, Igor just got absolutely shelled in his last game. And because of that, his price increased $900 on <laughs> DraftKings. I, anyways, um, Dallas has gotten back to the thing where they're using their third line uh, as a shutdown line. Uh, it makes me kind of interested in Rangers one here tonight. What do you think, Josh? Yeah. Um, I do like the Rangers top line tonight. They're not super expensive either. Like they're more like Kreider is getting priced up now, but you know, Kreider's having a fantastic season. Mika's priced down. He's 6,400. Lafreniere on that line, 2,800. They're coming in like 2%. They should be fine against Radic Fasco. Like we've talked about, the Rangers issues five on five and they're well documented, but I think this is a good spot for them. You know, those guys get some power play time. Jake Ollinger has been better. That's about the nice thing I can say about him. So like, yeah, I, at that ownership, I do like Rangers one. Uh, you want to include, you want to just like power play stack the Rangers. I think that's also fine. A note on the Rangers defensively. That Adam Fox Ryan Lindgren pair has been awful, awful defensively. I'm kind of interested in Dallas top line here. Um, you know, they're going to get either that second line of the Rangers or the third line, which is just abysmal defensively. Igor showed he's human. Like, I don't want to, like, make a habit out of stacking a 10% line against Igor Shesterkin on an eight-game slate. But I think in MME, like Dallas won when they're rolling. They're one, is one of the best lines in hockey. So I think, you know, at least in MME, I think they should be in your mix. One to three, it depends how big your cojones are. Uh, like if, if you want to do it, I think it's fine. It will be a nice, nice flex if they get there. But, you know, Again, I don't want to make a huge stand against Igor despite how bad the Rangers have been defensively because, again, it is what it is with Igor. He's, he showed he's human, but he can also just, you know, shut this team out tonight. So Dallas won in MME, I think, is a nice play. Rangers won in consideration for me as well. What's keeping me away from Dallas here isn't necessarily Igor, although he is a big concern. Um, it's the Dallas power play has really, really been struggling of late. Like I was looking at like their last 30 minutes or so. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're looking at um, like 7.9% shooting. We're looking at like 4.5 expected or 4.8 expected goals for 60 minutes. Like that's really bad for a power play. And if their power play isn't right and they have to face against Igor, like, I think this is like a spot I'd probably uh, get away from. Like, uh, like Chicago one on DraftKings is roughly the same price. I think I'd rather play them uh, against Ottawa here tonight. Speaking of Ottawa, I just got a note. Thomas Shabbat expected to play. So it looks like he'll be in for Ottawa tonight. We'll talk about Tampa Bay a little bit later. I think I'd rather play Tampa one tonight here as well. Not going to say no to anybody playing the Dallas top line, but, um, their numbers haven't really been that great of late. Um, 51% of the shot share. Controlling 57% of the scoring chances, that's still really good. 
Um, but again, the power play has really been a problem. And without that power play, they just don't have the upside that they should. So it's honestly the Rangers top line that I like the most in this game. Uh, coming in with reasonable ownership, reasonable price. Um, Dallas has a great penalty kill. But again, it's the five on five matchup that could really uh, benefit the Rangers here tonight. So more than anything, Rangers won. Um, Dallas, too, is kind of intriguing. They're back to being pretty high pace and generating a lot again. And once you get to that middle uh, of the Rangers lineup, um, I think they can be had a little bit. So I think Dallas, too, uh, is one of the fillers that I like here tonight. They're just coming in a little bit over-owned, but I think it's fine because of how cheap they are. So it'd be Dallas, too, for me on that side. Rangers, one for me on the other side. On the blue line, like all top four Dallas defensemen are in play here. Um this is where I'm going to get my punt, Yanni Hockenpah. Anybody needs a $2,500 defenseman, he's the guy to use. He's been skating like 26 minutes a night since Miro Haskinen uh, left the lineup. Just absolute, or 24 minutes a night, sorry. Ryan Suter's been skating 26 minutes a night. Uh, Essa Lindell's been skating 24 minutes a night. Any of those four guys plus Klingberg, I like Hockenpah as a punt. Who do you like here? Yeah, I also like Hockenpah. Hockenpah is Jake, if, if Jake was in the in the NHL, like, they have the same hair, just elite hair. Um, Essa, like Essa, if I was, I, I'd rather play Essa Lindell than John Klingberg as a one off. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so Lindell, Hockenpah, Suter, Klingberg would probably be my four there. On the Ranger side, there's nothing really that I want to play. No, it's it's because there's better, <laughs> there's better options for defensemen in the same price range, right on the other side. I'd rather play Hockenpah than Miller. I'd rather play Lindell than Lingren. I'd rather play Klingberg than True, but that's just kind of the way it goes. Um, get access to all the great Osmo Plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there with an Osmo Plus weekly pass for $29.95. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including player projections, ownership projections, top stacks, lineup builder, and a whole lot more. Of course, if you're only looking to play NHL DFS, then you can sign up for one of our Osmo Plus NHL packages for as low as $3.95 a week. Please note that Fantasy Cruncher is an add-on and can be easily added onto these packages at checkout, but it is not included in our base packages. However, it is a very valuable addition to your DFS arsenal, so for those looking to enter multi-enter multi contests, stop guessing, start winning, join Osmo Plus today. Uh, coming up a little bit later, we have the MMA Live Before Lock at 3 p.m. Eastern with Floyd and Rogers, and then our NBA Double Dose of the Deeper Dive and Live Before Lock at 6 p.m. Eastern. Two more games to get through, Josh. Let's get through these uh, Kings 2.9 implied gold total. They're going into San Jose to face the Sharks. The Sharks have a 2.7 implied gold total. I noticed that the Sharks have tried to use their second line as a shutdown line of late. Um, to no one's surprise, that hasn't gone well. <laughs> like, I don't know what they were thinking. Um, but over their last um, over the last few games, they've been uh, – using uh the second line as a shutdown line they've been outscored i think it's 14 to 5 in that span including an eight nothing loss to nashville so i don't know maybe they stick to that but i'm thinking they go back to uh timo meyer as a shutdown line against the king's top line here tonight alex i follow was moved back up to the king's top line in the last game as well so the normal top line for los angeles has been reassembled what do you think here yeah i like both top top lines in this game uh, especially if Hurdle gets that Kopitar matchup, like that's very advantageous for the Kings. They're fully correlated. Ayafalo being down in the bottom six for a while has dropped his price down to 4,200. Makes that line very affordable. Um, they project well. They don't have tremendous ownership. It's a very good matchup. So I'm in on them. If the you know the Sharks use their Hurdle line against Kopitar, like that means Timo Meyer toward Dolan, you're going to get the second line. And without Arvidsson, they've been pretty bad. So that is also good for the Sharks here. And Eric Carlson is back, and you saw that make an immediate impact on their offensive game, which was against the Kings. So, yeah, I'm in on both top lines here. Sharks' top line is coming in around 4%. They're getting, you know, decent ownership there. Like, Dolan being up there, they have good numbers together this season, so hopefully they can recreate that. And I, I'm in on both top lines. Yeah. Um, the thing about that King's second line is that without Victor Arvidsson there and with Athens CU there, like they're still generating a, a fair bit of offense. <laughs> um, when Victor Arvidsson was there, it was about 4.2 uh, 
uh, expected goals per 60 minutes and about 44 scoring chances. Those numbers are just insane. With FNSU there, it's a small sample, but it's pretty much the same. The problem has been defensively. Like FNSU is just not a good defensive player. That's kind of has been his problem in the NHL. Um, and that's why, like, if they send out San Jose one against that top line, I think that's a pretty good matchup for that San Jose top line. So I really do like them uh, here tonight. Meyer, Couture, uh, Dolan coming in with good leverage uh, as well. Coming in relatively cheap. They're a mid-price line. So I do like San Jose one. On the Kings side, I agree with you uh, with the Kings top line uh, or bust uh, in this game. On the blue line, uh, Sean Dursey uh, was moved to the top power play unit, and he got uh, uh, 22 minutes in their last game without Drew Doughty there, assuming uh, Drew, uh, Drew Doughty is out tonight. Uh, Matt Roy was up to 26 minutes as well. So they're expensive, but I think if you're correlating with the Kings, they make sense. Um, on the Sharks side, I do like Eric Carlson if you're playing some Sharks here tonight. What do you think? Yeah, uh, Carlson over Burns, but if you want to play Burns over Carlson, that's fine. Like, they both can go off. It, it is what it is. Uh, Jacob Middleton's a fine punt, I think. Um, I agree with you on the Sharks, or on the Kings. Dursey, if Carl, or if, wow, struggling. If Dowdy is out, also Matt Roy, if Dowdy's out, don't mind Oli Mata as a punt. All right, let's get to our last game. Tampa Bay, 3.7 implied gold total going into Edmonton. The Oilers have a 3.0 implied gold total. Edmonton changed up their lines a little bit. They moved Kyler Yamamoto and Evander Kane to the top line. Ryan McLeod and Zach Hyman are on the second line with Leon Dreisaitl. Uh, on the Tampa side, they've gone back to what has been their normal setup, top line at flat point. Kucherov with Sorelli and Alex Kalorn down on the second line with Steven Stamkos. Um in the Power Plays article, I wrote up Evan Bouchard for the specific reason that Tampa Bay is pretty good at five on five, like really good at five on five, but their penalty kill has been bad. And I don't mean like just kind of bad. I mean like bottom 10 by both expected goals and actual goals against for like six weeks now. I think if there's a case to be made for Edmonton, it's some, somehow through the power play. And I do kind of like Evan Bouchard in this game. What do you think about this one? I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but Tyson Barry's going to be back tonight. I think. <clears throat> I think. Yeah. Woo! Um, and I would imagine because, you know, Jay Woodcroft, you know, is a disciple of the crap that the other Edmonton coaches have been a part of. I would, wouldn't be shocked to see Tyson Barry on the top power play. Hopefully he's out. And then you can play Bouchard. But, yeah, um, this is an interesting game because Dreisaitl and McDavid aren't getting much ownership, and that always worries me. It doesn't matter the matchup. Whenever they're going to be low-owned, um, I'm interested in, you know, power play stacking the Oilers. And I know it's not a very good matchup here, but, like, the Tampa penalty kill hasn't been great. So I think they can be had here, like, Edmonton power play stack tonight is a nice way to get contrarian on the slate. And that's weird to say because they're almost never low owned. So power play, I'm interested in power play stacking the Oilers tonight on the Tampa side. I'm in on Tampa one here. Their ownership is like 7%. Anytime you can get low owned Tampa in a really good spot. I'm in on them. Yeah. Um, my one concern with Tampa one is their defensive numbers have been starting to slide. Uh, but their offensive number still unbelievable. Like their last 100 minutes, 40 scoring chances per 60 minutes, which is just insane. But they're also giving up 36 against. So like maybe this isn't as bad a five on five matchup as we might think. Um, tough to tell in small samples, but I agree with you. It's Edmonton power play. I saw, I just looked up Tyson Berry. They said he's an option, could be an option for tonight. So it seems like a game time decision type thing. Uh, obviously, if we find out more, we'll post it in our discord throughout the day. Um, yeah, Edmonton power play Tampa one for me in this game, uh, not in so much on Tampa two, just hasn't really been that good this year on the blue line, but like assuming Evan Bouchard is still the top power play. I like him in this game, uh, on the Tampa side, they're starting it, you know, McDonough over four K is expensive. Sergeyev in the mid fives is expensive. I think it's correlator bust. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. It's correlator bust. Like, I, I guess like, I mean, Zoom, going back down. I was looking for my hat trick pick. Um, Chernak is fine at 3K, I guess, but like 
I don't know. I'd rather just, you know, correlate. Yeah, I think it's just correlate for me as well. All right, we got to get out of here. Um, Fantasy Hockey World Championship is tonight on DraftKings. Good luck to everybody that is participating. Obviously, uh, we're going to be a little bit biased here and root for our Osmo subscribers, but it uh, should be a good time in Nashville. Enjoy the game this afternoon as well. Before we leave, Josh, um, I'm going to ask the chat to throw us a thumbs up, click the like button, and click the subscribe button if you haven't yet um those two things can really help us out i'm also going to ask you for your hat trick picks and your goalies my hat trick pick jack hughes i'm picking jack hughes from the devils for my hat trick pick uh tonight in net uh for tournaments i like mark andre Fleury. i like jake ottinger and i if you really want to get spicy king carl vimelka from the coyotes what do you think i do like vimelka it's interesting like goalies against boston are always fun mm -hmm. uh also very scary Mm -hmm. uh, my hat trick pick is going to be get a little spicy. Uh, Josh Anderson. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I like Josh Anderson. Uh, I like that line here tonight as well. All right, we're out of here. Uh, we will be back, I think, on Tuesday uh, with our next show, uh, Monday off. Uh, have a good weekend, everybody, for our producer, Tyler, for Josh, our single entry assassin. I'm Michael Clifford saying good luck tonight, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wells Fargo presents one of the surest ways to grow your money. A Wells Fargo CD account. Where you can earn a 5.00% annual percentage yield on an 11-month term with a minimum opening deposit of $5,000. Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com backslash CD rates to open a CD account and start growing your savings with us. Wells Fargo Bank, N.A., member FDIC.